Welcome to the Family Features Podcast. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I'm honored to bring to you encouragement and challenges for you, your marriage, and your family. I hope to model for you conversations with my own children and also bring relevant conversations to help strengthen your marriage and family. For more resources, courses, and more, check out drcoreygilbert.com. It is an honor to partner with you to better our world one family at a time. Now let's get into today's episode. Are boundaries biblical? Do you say no um, often? Or are you afraid of saying no? Do you not know how to set those boundaries? Um, What informs whether boundaries are actually a good thing or a bad thing? A lot of us can explain that really quickly where we've had people that set boundaries that hurt us. And um, other times we've set boundaries that hurt the relationship or, or push people away. And so we have experiences that inform why we do what we do. We all come to the decisions that we, um, kind of how we live honestly in the sense of through experience, but not necessarily smart or biblical. So we need to think through what's the healthy view of boundaries. Now, Dr. Henry Cloud and um, Townsend, John Townsend, amazing the influence they've had on our world and continue to have through their book, Boundaries, and the series of books that they've done. If you go to um, Dr. Cloud right now, has tons of videos on Facebook and other places, and even a subscription site, uh, boundaries.me, I think it's, it's at. Great resources to, for those that are really struggling with boundaries. Um, this is really important for us to wrestle with what Scripture says, who we should be, and what are what's what's healthy where to, what's going to help you thrive what's going to help me thrive someone actually asked this question in our facebook group or on, online of serving versus people pleasing if some of you have very much a servant heart and you would actually give the shirt off your back and do anything for anyone which is beautiful when does it become now harmful for yourself and even for others this is a hard question um, how do you what's your experience with saying no Again, what's a boundary? Some of you, just the word boundary alone is kind of like the word budget. You run from it. You don't want to, you don't want that word anywhere near you. But again, it's usually because of past experience. Um, think about it this way. There's some key phrases, and we're going to go into Scripture and look at them. Love your enemies. Turn the other cheek. Consider others better than yourself. Let's look at those. Matthew 5, 43 and 44, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Then it said, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That's a tall order. Who are you going to be in relationship to those you disagree with or those that are trying to harm you? And our hearts are very revealing. A lot of times we get stuck on uh, emotions that kind of trap us and we need to be able to decide whether to stay trapped or or choose um, a different story, which is hard to do. Luke 6, 27 says, But I say to you who hear, love your enemies and do good to those who hate uh, those who hate you. Matthew 5, 39, so a previous verse from the Matthew 5 passage, But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil, but if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Luke 6, 29, To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other cheek, and from... Um, one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. These are really pointed as to who we should be in relationship to others. 
How about this one? Philippians 2, 3 through 7. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. But made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. How should we set boundaries? Are boundaries biblical? For most of us, I feel like what we end up doing is we let our past experience dictate what we do. That's about it. We've had experiences with people who set boundaries that hurt us. We've had experience with boundaries that have been, that, um, have been set, uh, like that pushed us away, or when we finally set one that broke a relationship. We have experiences. So then this word boundaries becomes a cuss word, a bad word. We want to take the power away from that. And so I'm going to today and in, in multiple other videos kind of talk through how this can actually be a key area that will really set you free. Now, the experience for me that really changed things is, was a chapel experience at a university I used to teach at where one of my fellow professors was explaining the role Jesus had or the boundaries that Jesus had and kind of how he did life versus what we do. If you think of what Jesus did, Jesus actually took time away. He took time away to pray and to fast and to even grieve and to hurt. Um, he wasn't all things to all people. He wasn't there for every single event to fix every single thing. He had boundaries. He pulled himself away. Yet, what we do, what you and I do, especially people in the help, helping professions, is we can sacrifice ourselves to try to save someone else, which is not biblical. It is not following the role the, the model we have of Jesus and how he lived. Um, he couldn't save everyone, or he could have. He did not save everyone. Yet, we think we are better than Jesus when we act like that. Now, think about that statement. That's a scary statement. We think we're better than Jesus. I don't think we think we are, but that's how we're acting. You need boundaries. We all need boundaries. Those boundaries help define. They help, they help provide some... Um, I guess this is where I stop and someone else begins. Our skin is a boundary. It holds everything in and it keeps stuff out and it's, things can get absorbed. It's actually a permeable boundary, um, which is good and bad. Um, so we'll, we'll look at a few of those here in a second. Any confusion of responsibility and ownership in our lives is a problem of boundaries. Think about that statement. It's from Clouden Townsend. Any confusion... Of responsibility and ownership. So really two important words in our lives is a problem of boundaries. If we don't know where our space is, think of houses. There's a boundary line. If there's an area that's kind of a gray zone, we don't know who, to who takes care of it and we don't know what to do with it. We need clear boundaries. Where do I stop and someone else begins? Boundaries define us. They define what is me and what is not me. So knowing my job description gives a boundary so that I can know where does my job stop and someone else picks it up from there. Or where does my job stop and I'm not responsible for things past that, even though I might want to control it or I think I could do it better. This is my role. Boundaries are critical. They show me where I end and someone else begins, um, leading me to a sense of, again, that word ownership. When I know what that is, I take care of it. It's interesting when you think about the difference between someone who rents a house and they don't own it and how oftentimes most people tend to not treat it well. 
versus things that I own, I have the propensity, or I'm more likely going to treat it uh, better. A kid, a teenager, or a new driver who's given a car versus who earns that car tends to treat it different, that ownership piece. When I know those boundaries, I tend to be more protective and more uh, instinctive even uh, as to what I do. The Bible tells us clearly what our parameters are and how to protect them, but often our family and friends or past relationships confuse us about our parameters. That's where we get in trouble. Our past experience hurts us when it comes to what boundaries are actually healthy or even good. You are not responsible for other people. Think of this in terms of parents. Think of this in terms of um, even our own children. I'm not responsible for everything they do and I got to make them obey. Yet, as a parent, we feel responsible for everything they do and what they, who they become. And there's this blurriness there even with kids. But as they grow up, 12, 13, 14, there's a boundary that needs to be there that actually helps them detach in a healthy way and become their own person and grow into that person that, that God intends them to be. And there's a boundary there. There might be certain conversations we stop having, even though there are certain other ones we need to continue to have. Um, as they get older, they have responsibility for their own money, and you may not have a say, and or they may not listen to you. And what, what that looks like is really important. We are responsible to others and for ourselves, to others and for ourselves. So Galatians 6.2 says, carry each other's burdens. We're responsible to others and for ourselves. And what do we do? Think of all these passages. We're meant to love our enemies and walk alongside those that hurt and reach out. But are we meant to be a martyr in that? Not a real martyr who really literally dies for their faith, but more of a more superficial martyr who dies to rescue one person. And this isn't the whole picture of the sheep either, where you go after just one. You are not responsible for other people. And when we put this in the right place, we start getting more clear as to what my boundaries are and what they should be, what they need to turn into and morph into being. So what about this? Denying ourselves to do for ourselves or to do for others what they cannot do for themselves is showing the sacrificial love of Christ. So denying for myself to serve another, that is being Christ-like. So that's actually very counterintuitive to our world, but it's still a, got boundaries within it. There are times I deny myself for another, but do I sacrifice myself? When do I say no? This is really, really, really important. And here's what the picture is. Again, the image. Our fences need gates. We're not about building walls. Confessing pain and sin helps to get it out so that it does not continue to poison me on the inside. You can see this in 1 John 1, 9, James 5, 16, and Mark 1, 21 through 23. Confessing pain and sin helps to get it out. This is getting it out of the unconscious, non-conscious, and where it just kind of gets trapped in my experience and being and behavior into my conscious where I'm choosing, into my mouth where I'm confessing, where I'm changing who I am by actually being in relationship with other people. And boundaries are not walls. They're permeable in a sense. Some need to be. I think there needs to be some very strict boundaries of certain people. People that have harmed us, people that are toxic, and people that might bring us down, like suck us to a place down that's unhealthy. 
Some examples, though, of the boundaries are skin, the words we use, truth, what is and isn't truth, geographical distance, time, emotional distance, other people, consequences, things. These are things that are constantly informing us as to what uh, boundaries are and who we are. Um, what's within our my boundaries? I can choose how I feel and what my experience with feelings. It's up to me to decide my attitudes and beliefs, my behaviors, the choices and values I have, my limits and the experience and use of my talents, what I think on, what I desire, what I love. No one outside of you can make you any of these things. You're responsible for those, who you love, who you... But you actually listen to people all the time that inform and affect those for good, for bad, or for ugly. And what do you do with that? Who am I supposed to be as a Christian, as a man, as a woman, as a Christ follower? You and I need boundaries. So the question that was actually asked was serving versus people-pleasing. What is in your heart? What does the Bible say? What do boundaries look like in these situations? To love my neighbor as myself. If you think about all these, if we go back to that verse, do nothing out of selfish ambition. This is Philippians 2, 3-7. Or vain conceit. A lot of us do. Actually, all of us do to some extent. But in humility, consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests. So it's not that we're not looking to our own interests. So we're just living haphazardly and giving to others and not actually taking care of ourselves. That's not what it says. But we're actually considering others. We're, many of us just need to learn that piece. And I would actually say that many of us have different pieces of this that we need to learn. Some of us are more bent towards serving to our own detriment. And we need to be careful and protect ourselves. I'm not a big fan of the whole, like, you do you, or, oh, I can't stand that, or the, the self-care and self-help almost you know, get away and do all this stuff that takes care of yourself to the act. It almost gets a worship, worship be towards yourself and, and me, 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 take care of myself. And I don't like that. And there's a balance there for myself and for you. And I know for myself, that balance, I have to be really careful that I don't serve to my own detriment because I can easily just throw myself to the side and help others and I get into an unhealthy place. I've got a lot of health issues. Um, you, Some of you can relate to that. Others of us actually have a very different message because we need to actually see that we're quite self-centered and very focused on myself and protective and have huge boundaries, but why? And we're not letting people in. There are no gates. These are big walls. They're not building bridges. They're not helping people. I'm not very compassionate towards others, and maybe I need to reconsider how I've created my fortress or my kingdom, if you will. Each of us have different pieces of this we need to hear, but this is all about you growing closer to Christ and closer to one another and knowing when to say no, when to say yes. And in that, being able to say no and be confident, even though there's, if you're like me, a part of you is like, oh, I probably should have said yes. You, you can feel that. It's emotion. It's just data. You still need to be able to choose consciously why. Why am I choosing to say no in this moment? And a lot of times we're choosing to say no because there's something better or something more important. 
And if you think of a lot of the choices we have, sometimes it's not a choice between good and bad. It's between great and good. We need boundaries. As we go out in the world and do life and have experiences with people, we need boundaries as to what we commit to. We need boundaries as to who we listen to, what TV show we watch, what channel we watch. We need boundaries around what we listen to, what we put in. We need boundaries everywhere. These are all choices that we need to either make consciously or we make unconsciously. They're either driven consciously by what we know of Scripture and who God wants us to be, or unconsciously, often more so driven by our experiences. What I want to do for you is I'd love to get on the phone with you and talk with you and see how I could help you with this. Uh, I would love to be able to walk, walk through, through this with you, with your family, with your, you, your spouse, to help you see where these maybe have gone off track and you need to get back on track when it comes to setting good boundaries, being a man or woman of God that loves your spouse, loves your family, that's making wise decisions with your work and what you commit to. And if this is something that's of interest to you, uh, go to bookdrg.com and you can actually set up a time for us to get on the phone. And I would love, love, love to see how I could serve you better and to see your family, your marriage, your life transformed where you're actually a, a witness for the gospel in a way that maybe you never have been before. Bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the Family Features Podcast. It's been an honor to serve. Find out about more resources for you and your family's growth and success at HealingLives.com. Thank you to our sponsor, the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle. You can join the conversation in my free Facebook group at any time at Facebook.com slash groups slash The Healthy Marriage. To access my new best-selling book for parents, go to ICan'tSayThat.com to purchase and receive the audiobook for free. Remember, your marriage and family are worth fighting for. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert. See you next time.